Oh, got the situation. You got me facing at away. Another podcast coming in, of course, the Runaway Liquor's Train Shop podcast, hypecast, whatever we want to be on a Tuesday, Christopher, is when we're recording this. How are we doing today, man? Decided to pop in a little early uh, on accident. Fresh off the weekend. How's it feel? I'm doing excellent, man. I mean, you told me it was Wednesday, and I believe you, so we're... Uh... <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> I honestly did think it was Wednesday today. Uh, like I was telling Attaway, look, a little look behind the lens. Of course, we like to incorporate all the action, let it simmer for a little bit, come back on Wednesdays after we're able to digest everything and pop right in. But, of course, um, I mean, it's just crazy world, man. I was having a lot of Thursday conversations. And so I honestly thought today was Wednesday. And so I sent Attaway the classic, Hey, man, you good to go in like 25 minutes <laughs> uh, text, and uh, he popped right on, and so that's how we do things that way. But, Christopher, some things have changed since last we spoke. Uh, most importantly, the weekend of games, and you find yourself in the upper echelon, the upper crust. Um, impressive showing so far. Two at the top, my man. Um how does it feel, and do you feel now like a league villain that people are going to be targeting you? Uh, no, I mean, people might target me just because I'm so good, but that's a usual <laughs> year, man. Um, you know, but people people like me. People tell me I'm likable, so I'm not worried. Plus, people like a villain sometimes that – uh you know, that Thanos character, uh, Cruella de Vil, um, you know, that people like a good villain. So if I am a villain, whatever, man, I'm into it. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel kind of, um, kind of a position of power? Cause obviously you alone with, uh, the distinguished, um, Captain Beehole, um, at the top of three and a O alone. You look down, you see five other players, one game back, and then you see two other players at one and two, two games back, and then you see the absolute bottom barrel, uh, the uh, the the nasty threesome down here at the bottom, the commissioner, uh, Owen Three Phillips, and um, the anti-commissioner, Stuart Hall of Records enthusiast, um, League historian Andrew Jupe here at the bottom, Attaway. Um, kind of your thoughts and perspectives up in your ivory tower um, slash position of authority. Uh, do you feel like you need to give down some discipline now that you are kind of a de facto general since you're up there with Captain Behold? Um, no, I mean, you know, obviously everything could shift as quickly as I could start 3-0. I could go 0-3, and anybody else could go 3-0 and and catch right up to me. Um, as someone who has lived in a castle in college, um, mm. I feel uh, pretty top comfortable st- right now. Top story castle, yeah. too. Yeah, top story. I had to look down upon people, uh, you know, girls coming up trying to give us beer. <laughs> and I to turn them away, just like I'm turning away opponents on a week-to-week basis. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, it feels good (laughs) for the moment, but you never know. All I'll say is whether you're in the middle 
or at the top. It's good not to be at the bottom because you never want to be looking up at the B hole, uh, <laughs> Captain B hole, Jordy. That is, yes. or in general, just that statement in general. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two-way stream, I've had. And just for some context, Adam, while we were talking about the castle, of course, we're trying to open the books, continually get the people involved of what's going on. And some people, of course, Adway, have revisionist history and have actually gone back to their days when we all used to hang out pretty regularly. Um, and then they will either delete or kind of autocorrect situations. Of course, we talked about <laughs> the instance, uh, probably one of Seth and I's uh, most humorous um revelations of the the, uh, the downstairs neighbors. So, the boys have been at the candy shop for a while now. I don't think I was there yet, Attaway. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, was I there yet, as far as living there? No, no. Um, you were living in the apartment complex. You weren't living in this apartment. Yet. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, this is what, year two or year three of Berkshire then? Year two. Okay, year so, two, yeah. so year two of Berkshire, it's kind of the summer slash late August, I believe. In it, but um, Or no, I think it's more September. But anyways, it's um, these downstairs neighbors just moved in, a whole apartment full of girls. And so, you know, Attaway, per usual, was hyped. And he was... You know, he'd been talking to Sharpless about, you know, getting lessons and, and you know, just kind of general life stuff about, uh, and, you know, Gross was telling him, you know, because both of his dads were kind of kicking down the information, you know. Gross always says talking to girls is all about confidence, just like dancing. Both of them are basically the same thing. And um, so, you know, some some very good life lessons, as always, <laughs> from Sharpless and Gross uh, at that point in time. So, anyways, these girls are moving in. They bring up a little case of beer and so they knock on the door. Uh, Attaway's the one to answer. They said, hey, we got some beer. And then, uh, and so uh, <laughs> I think the game was on in the background or something was going on in the background. But there were a lot of people there and um, stuff was going on. I think I was over at the house at the time, but I was around the corner back in one of the rooms. Um, and then so because uh, Seth, Seth is a witness to this, but... Um, so that he's just like, okay, thanks. <laughs> and so he slams the door in these girls' face. And then <laughs> you hear him walking down the stairs. And, um, Seth, I just heard Seth busting out laughing. So we all come running into the living room. We're like, dude, what just happened? And then, um, so Seth was like talking to you and we were all kind of in the mix there. And then he's like, yeah, there's a, or no, maybe Seth wasn't there. I don't know. But, um, I remember Seth recounting the story of what went down. But uh, basically, Seth was like, "Yeah, man, like they wanted to come in and hang out. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you just took the beer and ran, <laughs> which yeah. was a golden situation." That way, like, take me through your thought process of that, if you can recall the moment you were in, and now looking back, um, kind of guess your reactions of your former self. Uh well, you know that that story. There's, there were several other factors to it, um, <laughs> but just for brevity's sake, just as a summary. I mean, we don't need to get into keep it brief for the record. Oh, if, yeah. If you want well, to. It's, it's almost October. Clayton's short on time. I don't want him to uh, <laughs> to have to miss too many candy reviews because it'll take it too long to start. Anyway, uh, you know, basically part of it was we were waiting on people. Alex thought that the people – the downstairs neighbors were those people, and he opened up the door slightly, a crack, 
um, and started poking <laughs> them with this pokey stick we had. Oh, yeah. And when there was no response, he slowly opened the door <laughs> and, horrified, realized <laughs> that it was complete strangers and they were mortified. And so I had to come over and see what was up. So I was, you know, the man in charge taking over, like sending Junior to his room, like talking about how he doesn't get to see normal humans very often. Um, let me interrupt. Anyway, let me so, interrupt that away. The, the funny yeah. thing was they didn't leave. <laughs> they were because yeah. Alex was around the corner <laughs> and he was just waving the stick around and um and so this like went down for probably about 10 15 seconds <laughs> before <laughs> you saved the day so already <laughs> some uh some interesting developments there but yeah so you pop in save the day out of way continue sorry yeah so i'm the alpha i feel pretty in charge no dog so, um, so you're walking up you know you're doing the the side by side uh walk you know with the arms kind of extended yeah. popping out the traps yeah. yeah so everybody can get the picture no doubt yeah, I'm key posing on him as I open the door. Um, yeah. Part of it, too, was they had just moved in. We had uh, annoyed the daylights out of our downstairs neighbors a year before because we were just so darn loud and obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they tried to get us back one time, and we literally didn't care at all. <laughs> um, they had no power over us. So anyway, I, I, you know, I guess I'm kind of coming into this from the perspective of, like, our neighbors aren't going to like us anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, but anyway, you know, I was in charge, and they said, "Hey, we had these beers, um, and we wanted to see if you, you know, we're your neighbors. We had these beers. We wanted to see if you wanted them. It was a pack of Yingling, Youngling, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four pack of cans, or twelve pack, I guess twelve pack of cans, and it had clearly been opened, and one or two were missing. And so, mm-hmm. my mind, I just went, well, they clearly don't want them.'" <laughs> And I was like, sweet, thanks. I'll take them. And I was like, all right, bye. And I closed the door on them. And uh, what I remember was Seth coming home later, like getting home from work or whatever. And I told him the story. And he's like, you know they wanted to hang out, right? So that part, you know, exactly was true. Um, but it didn't even cross my mind. Like, it was total, uh, you know, I, I assume you've seen Dumb and Dumber. Most people have seen Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. At the very end of that movie, uh, you know, Harry and Lloyd, they they get stopped by the whatever the Swedish bikini models and mm-hmm. two guys to rub them down with suntan lotion, and they you know they tell them there's two guys down the road or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it was totally that moment for me. Like that because <laughs> to, to me it wasn't like you know from what I remember I don't I didn't find those girls attractive, but it had nothing to do with it. Like it could have mm-hmm. been like the hottest woman in the world. And I was just been like, all right, cool. Thanks for the beer. Um, Blessed. Yeah. So that's, that's really all there was to that. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Alex is a freak. I think is the kind of the moral of this story. Um, but yeah, once again, just kind of going behind the curtain. Um, Nick I told me he hates that story. I didn't realize that. Until Nick? Mm-hmm. Why does he hate that story? I guess it's just like a cringe thing for him. I think it's hilarious. But... I mean, because Nick was getting after it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when Nick was Yeah, in Nick college, would open the door boom! full mass. And... <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that. And Nick will deny it. <laughs> we all know he's full us. And I still, I still, he still buries it. 
but he will admit to it. I will get it out of him at some point. When we were on the way back, when he was dating uh, Brady's current wife, Elena Schmidt, and they were very newly to the dating game, and this is kind of a holdover neck because he always denies it. He denied it then. He denied it ever since then, but we know the reality. It was me. Attaway, were you, were you in that bunch? With There was three people. It was me, Big Z, and one other person. Were you the third, or was that was that somebody else? I, I think I was, but I I can't, I can't remember what the punchline of the story is. So. Okay, okay, okay. So we're we're uh, it's back when Nick and Zach lived at University Village, um, and of mm-hmm. course they lived with Dan, aka uh, acronym for Dixon Nuts, um, with this crazy redneck roommate that Nick and Zach had that uh, would yell Dixon Nuts when he was pissed. Uh, so we started calling him Dan. Uh, as an acronym, just to kind of mess mess around, and just because it was hilarious, you know, because Nick Dixon nuts is funny, but um, you know, you can't be saying that every time. Plus, if you want to say it to his face, it's just cleaner just to go with Dan. So, anyways, Dan and uh, Carlos is his roommate. Um, of course, not the league's Carlos. Um, but anyway, so they're leaving at University Village. All the other roommates are gone. Me, Zach, and who I think is Attaway went to the grocery store. You know, we were just kind of doing our thing. They they were there on business. I was just kind of dicking around. You know, I never really had anything going on. And so I went with. We were hanging out. Um, uh, probably uh, it was Walmart. I remember we went to Walmart, so it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like we were going to Target. So I definitely wasn't picking up any licorice. Um, but, you know, I was along for the ride having fun. So we get back. We see Nick and Elena in the kitchen. And um, so I'm like, so we're like, oh, dang. And Zach's like, something's going to happen. I was like, I was like, nah, man, let's just bust in. It'll be hilarious. And Zach's like, all right, we'll just wait for the best moment and uh, to bust in. So give it a little bit. So, you know, we're we're creeping on Zach's own apartment. So we look like total perverts around uh, the University Village parking lot. And uh, we're creeping over there. And then Nick was like really dodgy at that point as far as like, them dating i don't know i remember it was it was super scandalous at the time and so um we were kind of going through there and then uh so they they were just talking all of a sudden bam big old wet one right there and then zach and i started going (laughs) off and we're like oh (laughs) because you know nick was being sketchy that whole kind of year and a half um sophomore into junior year or freshman into sophomore year this is still this is yeah, this is still sophomore year. Yes, yeah, this is a year, but, you know, it was a big year and a half period that he was just kind yeah. of being sketchy, dating everybody that um, went to college at FSU that year. And um, it was scandalous. And so we confronted him about it. He denied it, still denies it. Um, but this all kind of well, going back to uh, to a Nick kind of hating this antidote. Um, this is for hating this antidote, Nick. Give you another one to hate. <clears throat> Yeah, understandably so. To be fair to Nick, what I remember, I mean, I was there for that, uh, to answer your question. But to be fair to Nick, what I remember was, I mean, obviously initially he did deny it. He tried to lie his way out of that one when we had an intervention on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Which was awesome. But then in years uh, beyond that, from what I remember is he says, deny that that happened. He denies that it was such a uh, dramatic, romantic gesture like you said he's like oh it was a peck on the cheek and you're, you're oh, like, no, you no way sucking each other's faces <laughs> off so that's where the debate lies oh uh, okay so that the narrative changed but it was on the lips 
and I will go to my grave with the true narrative. Um, and Zach had backed me up into this. So anybody that wants to reach out to Zach independently, feel free. Uh, he can corroborate this story. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm bringing facts, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, I got the bibliography there. If they want to go and check it, that's up to them on their own time. But anyway, well, I'm just saying good, good, good luck getting a hold of them. But uh, yeah, that's what I mean. As if people yeah, are checking yeah. up, doing their their due diligence. Um, yeah, that's on them. You know, nothing I can do about that. Yeah. Well, I, speaking of uh, due diligence, uh-huh. you know, oh, the uh, segue. The uh, the the league website, man, it's good. It's uh, I I stumbled upon it. Well, not stumbled upon it, but I I went on it for the first time yesterday. I remember you had posted about it probably over the summer or something like that and mm-hmm. i just didn't think anything of it i wasn't in the fantasy mindset and then i believe it was yesterday i was asking you about you know do you know what the the top uh score of all time like for one week is and you just texted back uh, yeah of course it's on the website like as if <laughs> you know I, i'm always on the website and Duh, i should know and i was like oh i should check that out you should always and be on the website we, we discovered uh, that, you know, half the league doesn't know how to use it, uh, using it as a password. Oh, my gosh. That was uh, that was super frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just missed it in the text, but it was still pretty funny, um, to, to be fair. But, um, but, yeah, if you haven't checked out the website, check out the website. A lot of good nuggets on there. Uh, you know, we... Good, uh, good efforts by Mr. Juke here. ESPN trying to take away our culture and heritage. We're fighting back. Mm-hmm. Fighting so, the power. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little rough. Um, and just warning you, if you didn't get my text message, um, it is rough formatting on the phone. So if you go on your phone, it will be an absolute nightmare. Computer's a little better, um, but I was mainly just trying to transfer information to get it there. Um, and kind of sorted and and in that mindset. Um, so optically, you know, it may not look good, but I tried to get as much as, much as I could in there and kind of working with it. And so if anybody um, has, some, has some other situations or things that we can maybe add to it, obviously it is a league um, resource, and so we want to make that kind of available um, just because it's so... There's so much information. I'm probably, I mean, unless something crazy happens, like somebody scores 300, or most of these records are not going to be updated in season because um, that would be like a every week thing, and that would be <laughs> really hard to do. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, it does not include the 2020 season if anybody um, wants to check it out. But, I mean, it does have... I mean, try to go as in-depth as possible. Uh, things like highest scores, closest games ever, um, highest game totals ever, highest single-game scores, um, uh, largest margin of victory, smallest margin of victory, longest winning streaks. I also compiled every head-to-head matchup, um, everybody that's had a uh, head-to-head with anybody else, regular season separate, playoff separate, and then the total record. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see uh, trends that way um, as far as, like, who can beat who consistently. I mean, for the large part, like, when you look at it top to bottom, 
most people are going to be right around 500 with each other, except for some exceptions. Um, and then, of course, Sharpless has a dominant record in the playoffs, um, of course. And um, But, yeah, an interesting spread. And like I said, check it out. Tell me what you think. Um, would like to make some changes and continue to improve things. So it's not pretty. Best if access on the computer. Um, but you can find the login info if you need it. I can post it right back. But, I mean, you can go in the WhatsApp, and it's very easy to find the information. You go WhatsApp, you go to League Business, which is the group chat, and you hit those three little dots. At least for me, it's three little dots, top right corner. Group Media, and then it's a red picture. Should be the, I think it's the ninth picture um, that's involved there. And you can see League Site, and it's red, white text, or I can just resend it because it's easy to access. I know what it looks like. And I can do that. Um, but the URL is daddysharpless.wordpress.com. Um, regardless of what <laughs> people say, it is not a sinister website. Well, a not truly sinister website. Um, but, yeah, just wanted to make those access uh, public. And, um, yeah, want to continue to build on it, try to continue to dump information as well. Like I said, work in progress, and there are a lot of blanks and missing information, but... Continue doesn't really sound like a lot of work. It doesn't seem like it'd be that hard for you to update it every weekend, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. There were I think it was July, but I legit um, spent about um, eight to ten hours for a couple weekends in July, um, like eight to ten hours on Saturday and eight to ten hours on Sunday, um, like grinding this stuff out and throwing <laughs> throwing in this information or calculating it. Um, cause that's the thing. A lot yeah. of this stuff didn't exist. It existed in ESPN, but it like wasn't formatted. So, you know, enough on that. Obviously just go check it out. Um, and you'll be able to come to your own conclusions, uh, on stuff or whatever's going on. But yeah, man, appreciate the shout out and, uh, do for the league, man. A lot of, uh, a lot of good history we need to preserve. Like you said, Attaway, despite what ESPN or whatever app we decide to use going forward wants to do we will have at least the majority here in on the action amen no i mean it is it is a lot of work uh, it's not just copy and paste and it's really cool so glad you did that and we have room to improve and build something we can look on for decades to come yes sir yes sir once we get that 50th state um. Yeah. Once we draft in all fifty states, we'll we'll get a legitimate web page going. Yeah. Good proposal. I forget who that was. Was it Gross? That was talking about all fifty states or Sharpless? Sidebar is kind of an update on uh the group chat. Has looking back on that. I think Gross proposed it, but mm-hmm. um. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's not a bad idea. Uh, not a bad goal. We'll see what the heck happens, man. Yeah. I could get behind that. I uh, I'm really loving this train draft idea. Ever since we semi joked about it for Seattle, like if there would be yeah. a way where we could get like rent out two cars on a train, you know what I mean? Like that would be so baller. Like a sleeping car and like a <laughs> I don't know if those exist or those are just like in movies, but I would love to get like a car that just has <laughs> like six or seven bunk beds in it. And um, then they're just the other car, you know, that you would just typically sit in or dine in or do whatever. 
Um, but doing that for the majority, <laughs> the majority of the trip, and just get out whenever it stops for a couple minutes. Yep. Yeah. Thank you to Seth for proposing the train draft idea a year ago. Yeah. Um, we need to uh, <laughs> work on that for him. Yeah, we'll fine tune it. We'll get it going. You know, we got to take care of business. We'll get Detroit, twenty twenty one, and then whatever is uh, left. Maybe train draft twenty twenty two. Maybe Juno twenty twenty two. But you know, we'll we'll take care of business. We'll continue to to continue to strive for some great goals. Then Attaway. But yeah, I think that's some, that's some good stuff. Um, always love always love a good side plot. Um, of course, the, the adventures on a train. That would be pretty good. There's no way to escape. <laughs> no way to escape. <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm looking up Amtrak rates right now in the background. <laughs> I can be the background. Yeah, train rates are huge. Huge. Um, yeah, I guess while you're looking up train rates, at I'll just run through the scores. I know something we talked about. Um, going back to week three, um, just to get a little content for people who who don't like the hype part of the cast. Um, so it was a 2-0, and 0-3, me and Jordy. Uh, Jordy took care of me despite his team outside of his big three performers, uh, Prescott Brady Hill. Uh, still beat me by 20-plus. So I'm 0-3. He's 3-0 up with you, Attaway. Um, we had a 1-2 battle versus a 2-0 battle. Uh, Sharpless took down Marty. Um, and so Sharpless easily, of course, with uh, Sexy Rexy, Tampa Bay D, Mahomes took care of business. Marty really only had Lockett. Uh, his Falcons had a rough day. And there, and so he goes. So Marty goes on a 2 and Both of them 2-1 and one now. Sharpless is going to win on tiebreakers, um, I think, on points four. Uh, don't quote me on that until I bring up these standings. But my internet's being a little slow. Here, there. Um, so, yeah, Sharpless is ahead of Marty on points four tiebreakers um, over in that division. Uh, Dave's still on top um, despite getting smashed by Nick. That was a bloodbath. Um, Nick almost putting up 200. If it wasn't for his Jags players, uh, Nick, like myself, uh, started two Jags this week when they were playing Miami. Shout out. Um, still managed to almost get 200. Dalvin Cook is back. Of course, his running backs, Indianapolis defense. Uh, Dave was led by Josh Allen, who continues to ball. Um, so Dave falls to two and one, but with points four, he's going to maintain the top of the division. Um, and so staying on that side of the division, we had our, um, oh, okay, one more. Uh, on our side of the division, or a couple more. Yeah, you took care of uh, <laughs> Clayton in a cross-divisional matchup, buried him, almost a 100-point victory, uh, 211. You guys went off. Russ, Goff, good bounce-back game. Kamara went ballistic against the Packers. Um, so Clayton now down to 0-2. So you're obviously at 3-0. and Um and then, of course, Cody beating Seth pretty handily. So Seth's going to stay in the basement with uh, myself and O and 3 Phillips. Um, of course, losing the game of the week, and we called it. Um, you know, the people thought we were joking out of the way. The haters didn't want to talk about it. But it actually turned into a really good game. Jackson did not have a good week this week. 
And, uh, you know, Owen got a good performance again from CEH. And so at one point, Owen was within 1.23 points in striking distance. Of course, the late touchdown from Lamar Jackson put him over the edge and uh, was able to get down. Attaway, your thoughts of the spread or just the game of the week this week? Or are you still looking at those train rates? Oh, the train rates are a bust. Uh, there's all kinds of all kinds of uh, authentication things going. Not authentication, but you know, verification, login. They're not. Blah. They're not letting me book anything or like look at rates or whatever. So whatever. <laughs> game of the week was legit. Uh, the only game that really, you know, came down to the last game on Monday night. Um, Stuff. I mean, not just uh, Monday night, Adam. We were talking about this. This is really the only game that was to be decided after the afternoon games. Um, or obviously, you could have had massive performances, but like you said, I mean, this was the only game that really was a game. All the other ones were pretty much out of reach, regardless of where you were, pending a miracle. Yeah. I, I think, uh, so in, in the group chat, I had said something about Owen being 0-3, just kind of messing around with what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And he's in a corner, not 0 3. And I had to look at the scores just because, you know, it was no disrespect to Owen. It was just, I had looked at this, you know, the way the scoreboard had gone the day before, I'd kind of gotten lulled into believing all the games were over. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought everyone's over, you know, Owen had lost, whatever. This guy had lost, that guy had lost, whoever, whatever. Uh, but no, it's just nice to have a game that comes down on Monday night, you know, last drive kind of thing. There you go, man. There you go. How do you access the um, – because I'm trying to find those Watson numbers, and I always forget how to – like, did they do the power rankings? Is that under a league setting, or how do I get oh. to that on a computer? Oh, I don't even, I don't even know how to do that. Are you, are, I've seen Watson stuff on the app, but I don't think I've really seen it on the browser. I mean, it pops up, and I saw it after the draft, and somehow I accessed it last week. And for whatever reason, uh, after being 0-2 and the lowest-scoring team in the league, I was at a power ranking of 7 <laughs> out of 12. Oh, um, you're talking about the, the one that, like, it, it's a sliding scale. Yeah, with the line graph or whatever you call it. I think that's just on the, the main link page. You go down below the transactions like if i go league home yeah it's on the main oh yeah okay yeah here we go trending up dave is trending up you are trending up jordy's trending up shocker (laughs) okay let's get the updates um trending down is uh cody owen and marty um so we can see kind of everyone's evolution here. So it doesn't do a week-to-week placement. It just kind of shows your overall growth. It takes you where you were on draft day and where you are now. Um, so draft day, this was the order that Stupid Watson or uh, Fantasy Trends brought to you by Fargo on FX um, and FX on Hulu. So these were the rankings. It was Sharpless, Cody, Nick, uh, I think that's Owen. Owen, Gross, Seth, Marty, Clayton, Jordy, you, Dave, uh, me, as far as the rankings, based on the draft. Um, and then, of course, now current rankings 
It's Nick number one, Dave number two, U number three, Attaway. Number four is Shubaris. Number five is Jordy. Number six is Clayton. Number seven is Gross. Eight is Seth. Nine is Cody. Ten is Marty. Um, somehow I'm not last. I'm 11. <laughs> and then Owen is number 12. Um, so, of course, the biggest fall from Grace is Owen, 4 to 12. The biggest rise is Dave, 11 to 2 right now. Um, so some serious production going on there. But they, those are the stupid trends or whatever they are. It's it's actually interesting to see. It was hard to follow in real time because I kept looking at the like when the numbers were <laughs> not far spread apart. I kept looking at the wrong number. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's not. It wouldn't be a bad idea to like take a screenshot each week. Yeah. And uh, and see how it compares to like how people finish because obviously it's kind of interesting to see uh, how they compare to the draft. But I don't understand completely how it rates based off of draft like because i would have said the season i would you know i think we both kind of said sharples and uh dave have really good teams this one yeah. has sharples at one sharples at one and dave at 11 and i don't i don't know what their, their criteria is yeah i'm not really sure and it's evidently it's based on projections from the draft day but i mean i don't see yeah i don't see it so obviously, just to show you how ridiculous it is in any kind of projections, um, don't forget to put the league smack talk in there. I just uh, was talking smack to everybody. That was addressed to all 11 of you. If you're logging on a PC, go to League Home right above those sliding scales, right below the transactions. Um, you can put in some smack talk there. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've been on the actual home page. Uh, usually I just roll in, go to my team, and then just start um, gazing in amazement of how loaded I am. <laughs> but, uh, some interesting stuff. So, you know, log into, log into the SPM page or whatever. I don't care. Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I guess any surprises or reactions from week three Attaway, um, of kind of the scoreboard or quick takes or performances or whatever. Uh, I thought I was going to get pummeled. I feel like Clayton is just one of those teams that always just lays it on me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just recency bias. Mm -hmm. uh, and I thought that Dave was going to lay it on Nick. I was texting Nick and said, yeah, better luck next week. We both kind of had the same, uh, <laughs> the same perspective after a Thursday night game of you know, yeah. these Jags didn't really do much of anything, but his team uh, had a great week and did had a stalled week. But um, other than that, no huge surprises. Um, nothing crazy. It's just week three. Everybody's still in it. Mm -hmm. Nobody, yeah, I can say that with certainty. No one has been mathematically limited yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Nobody really all you need to know. The shadow <laughs> Um, yeah, so everybody's still alive and well, rocking and rolling. Um, we got a close, um, I mean, as far as you, you're pretty up on points four. I think you're 60 points up on Dave. 
But, I mean, I'm looking to the bottom half of the league, and this is always kind of that threshold um, points for tiebreakers. Like, it's really close right now. The bottom four teams, you know, obviously not a lot of scoring. Um, so, it's you know, we're not scoring a lot. It's going to be closer. But the bottom four teams are within 38 points. Um, so, potentially coming down to a tiebreaker, you know, we could see some stuff going on. And really that um, the bottom six are all – Within um, 63 points, um, Cody in seventh, all the way down to me in 12th. So, you know, a lot of moving and shaking can go on these points for tiebreakers, especially early. You know, when there's not a lot of separation. Um, but uh, interesting watch, interesting watch. Um, interesting to note that the. Um, road teams at away of the two teams or sorry of the four teams that have played two road games they have a combined record of one and eleven injustice man yep I mean I don't know how but I know I'm always playing games on the road I'm always complaining about it and my voice always goes unheard. Maybe the commissioner is Ivory Tower. Now that he's been on the road a couple times and 0-3 himself, he's part of this mix. Um, but I don't know. There's some kind of science. Gross is 0-2 on the road. Um, two road games. Um, Co- uh, Owen is 0-2 on the road. Two road games. Seth is 0-2 on the road. Two road games. I'm 0-2 on the road. Uh, the only other team with two road games is Marty. Uh, he's one and one on the road, and Dave is one and one on the road. Um, but both of their only losses coming on the road, Attaway. So you know, fantasy knows no bounds of attendance and things like that. But the crowd is definitely impacting uh, teams away from home. Uh, home teams are getting a big time advantage now. You're two and zero at home. Jordy 2-0 at home, Nick 2-0 at home, Sharpless 2-0 at home. Um, interesting correlation, if not causation, Attaway. Is it, like, I wonder why they even put that in there to be called. Like, if you don't have kind of home advantage, yeah. why do they even need to specify whether you're at home or on the road, you know? Um. And I wonder what percentage of leagues actually do a home advantage. I remember J-Bone's league did it one year, and everybody hated it and got pissed. Um, But I'd never heard of anybody else doing it before. Yeah, seems pretty stupid. I would entertain it, for the record, Um, just because it kind of has a little chaos in the mix for no reason. Um, But uh, interesting thought process. Interesting thought process here. Um, so yeah, I mean that's pretty much of uh, where we're at at away with this with this recap of week three. Um, maybe we can get into some bigger picture stuff. Um, are there some items on the agenda you would um, look to go to, um, or some things, some recommended activities? Because um, we have some big news going on. If we want to go there right now. Uh I don't remember what the big news is, but I'm excited about it. Let's go to that. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get a little update here, so hopefully these sound effects work. 
Boom, now on the clock, Chris Sharpless Attaway. Of course, just getting the announcement today that he's headed towards the hospital. Evidently, potential birth on the way. Um, I don't know exactly how that works. Uh, hopefully, I won't know for a couple years, to be honest. Um, and um, But Attaway, we're going to try something that we like to do. Um, it's our uh, cold call. Cold call of the week, if you will. So... No promises to anybody. We have not set up anything in advance. You know, per is kind of precedent on the Hubcast. But we're going to try to get a hold of Sharpless in the hospital, Attaway. Um, so I don't know if you'll be muted um, when this happens. So if so, I apologize. I'm going to bring you in. We'll do a three-way call. And I think then you'll be able to get piped through. Um, but you may, in the midst, not be able to, if that makes sense. As long as the audio quality doesn't improve, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, shout out to Nick Williams. Um, audio quality, <laughs> audio quality, <laughs> will not be getting better <laughs> anytime soon. I and I say that jokingly, but also seriously. Um, I'm not. I'm not at the point where I can invest in some in some legitimate audio equipment <laughs> right now. So we're gonna hit him sharpless. Uh, see what happens that way. You still there? Dang it. Okay, so we lost it. Your call Attaway. has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Oh, four, zero. Attaway, we got the voicemail. Five, seven, nine, four, zero, three, nine is uh -oh. not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Dang, Sharpless. What's up, player? Yeah, you're on the uh, league podcast <laughs> right now. We were trying to get a hold of you, but you probably turned your phone off for good reasons. Um, but, yeah, if you get this call back in the next, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, give us a shout back, and we'll make sure to get you on. Uh, Adway, anything for this voicemail for Sharpless? No, man. Get well soon. <laughs> yeah, unlike Dave, uh, I'm praying for you as well, Sharpless, <laughs> not just the wife and the kid. Uh, but, yeah, good luck with everything, man. Rooting for you. Praying for you. hope everything goes well. Um, but call us back, man. Come on. Not okay. All right. Oh, man, I think I'm going to hang up on you if I close this conference call out of way. Dang. Wait, can, is there, like, a three-way... Uh... There should be some kind of three-way control or something. I don't know. Because I've got no other options. I just got a message, Bluetooth, speaker, mute, keypad. Um, what happened? Uh, because I merged you in, but I did not think this all the way through at all. And what, so, if, what if I three-way call you right now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See if that can work. So then we should be able to just jump off that other call. Clean. <laughs> cleanly but yeah I wonder how much of this is getting picked up on Sharpless's voicemail and also having said that this is some great content that we've been <laughs> that we've been it went straight to voicemail dang my voicemail or his voicemail your voicemail okay yeah. well I'm gonna go ahead and hang up out of the way and then I'm gonna try hopefully it doesn't I think it will end it but I'll call right back if it does Okay, so for you still listening, obviously some gripping um, things going on for the last couple minutes. I'm going to redial that away um, and get him back on the line. Um, 
you'll be able to hear the ringing of the phone right then. That is me calling Attaway back. I'm back. Hey, what's up, player? Yeah, I was just giving uh, people an interlude over the uh, play-by-play of me hanging up the phone and calling you back um, to fill that kind of 17-second void there. No one can fill that 17-second void. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dang, I really thought Sharples was going to pick up, though. But, I mean, uh, that's the game you play on the cold call. So, Nick Williams, shout out. Nick was, was wanting us to do some more regular segments. We're going to be doing cold calls um, and we don't really have a... Oh, Sharpless on the line. Okay, we're putting him through. We're putting him through. You can just call him back. Daddy, what's up? Hey, dude, what's up, man? What's up, man? How we doing, player? Doing good. Just in the hospital, just chilling in a recliner. Yeah. Having a good time. Dude, you get my message? Uh, oh, excuse me, your voicemail? Uh, yeah, dude, I left you a sweet voicemail. Hang on, can I put you, uh, I'm trying to, oh, I got him, but I can't merge you in. <laughs> what? Okay, let me call him back, and then I'll try okay. to, or let me hang up this phone, and I'll try to uh, get a hold of him. Okay. Oh, no, I hung up on them both. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, sorry, man. I was, uh, <laughs> I, got, I got caught up in a situation, but dude, we decided to give you a ring, man. Um, dang it. I'm having a really hard time doing this conference call thing. I just hung up on Sharpless and Attaway again, um, so I'm trying to call Sharpless back. Hey, dude, you got your phone keeps <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm having the hardest time <laughs> with my phone right now. But, dude, first of all, Sharpless, congrats, man. Uh, how are oh, things going? You. How are things going right now? They're going good. We're um, just waiting um, for the so I pretty much, it's going to be a while, probably, I don't know, 20 hours maybe. So, yeah. at this point, it's chill, so. In the long haul. Well, good news, man. We've brought some entertainment to you, Sharpless. You're actually live on the League Hopecast right now. <laughs> oh. Dude. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Congrats, man. I'm going to put you on hold for a second. I'm going to bring an ad away. Hopefully, I won't hang up on you, and then and then we can talk some business, okay? Oh, that sounds great. All right. One second. All right, gang. So, I am... Giving Attaway a call as I bridge this interlude gap once again. Hopefully Attaway's line isn't busy like it was last time. Really messed up that three-way call. So I'm trying to get him back here. Christopher! <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, I'm bringing you back in. All right? Three. All right. Two. Sharpless, you still there? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Okay, I got Attaway in. Um, Attaway, you are in. You should be able to hear Sharpless. You should be able to talk to him I as can well. hear him. Hey, Attaway, how's it going? Good, man. How you doing? Good. I got to say, the podcast is amazing. I don't know <laughs> if it's uh, Anchor or what it is, but I feel like um, it's the best year yet. <laughs> well, that's why we brought you on. <laughs> so, 
Appreciate it. Dude, so Sharpless, we so have... So we want to talk about, you're talking about a little shopping, or Dude, what's on the agenda? we'll talk about anything you want, man. First of all, set the scene for us. What's the feeling inside the hospital right now? Um, and do you think you could get any of the nurses or doctors to come on the line um, while we have you on the conversation? Um, the nurses are pretty random when they come, so <laughs> if, if they walk in, you know, while I'm calling, I can have them chat. Um, we just have this nursery lady in here who is asking some questions, but, um, yeah, maybe. But yeah, the hospital's good. It's, it's a pretty big room. Um, I got, like, this, uh, order menu. And, uh, I got, uh, some water. Sorry, my father-in-law's calling, so I'll have my wife calling. Um, so yeah, things are good. Rock and roll, man. What's uh What's on the menu for tonight? Anything you guys are picking um, out, or what is what is the uh, what is the mother to be requesting? <clears throat> avocado burger for lunch. I'm eyeing oh. um, black and chicken uh, parmesan, maybe, or uh, yeah, black and chicken alfredo. That looks pretty good. Or they have this thing called honey stung fried chicken. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a Mountain Dew so I can go off. <laughs> on this, but, yeah. that, that's a rule, man. That's what I've been I've been told. You're not allowed to sleep at all while you're there, so you have to stay. You have to stay constantly yeah. wired. Of course, uh, Sharpless. It's a great segue because this this cold call of the week is brought to you by Mountain Dew, official uh, league sponsor. Um, Sharpless. While we have you in the Mountain Dew cold call of the week segment. Um, we have to get a hot take from you inside the hospital, of course, waiting for your future child to be born. Um, what is your favorite Mountain Dew flavor, Sharpless? Um, I think the Code Red, I mean, the, not Code Red, sorry, the uh, Call of Duty that you listed pretty high on your LinkedIn. Ooh! I think that was my favorite. Um, yeah. I personally was okay with the white one, but I remember <laughs> when the white one came out, they had... They have three coming out because they're trying to vote which one would stay. Right. I liked all three of them that were out at the time, but yeah, I think I think the Call of Duty one's probably my favorite. Okay, so the Call of Duty is gross, but you're still friends with all the other flavors. Is that what I'm hearing? Wait, I thought you liked the Call of Duty one. Yeah, I'm saying that I do like the Call of Duty ones. I'm saying the well, Call of Duty is gross. like you are gross, as in Caleb gross. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> It's not sick, it's gross. It's true. <laughs> it's not sick, <laughs> it's gross. Noted. So Call of Duty. Um, Sharpless, obviously some life updates with the kid. Um, uh, but yeah, tell us about the house. Obviously, you put a little spoiler pickup. Um, give us a breakdown on the house to be, man. You getting pumped about it? Is it starting to feel real now that the family's on the way? Or the bigger, sorry, bigger yeah. family's on the way. Yeah, the, the house point feels real because we went into it last weekend. Mm-hmm. We could walk around and see the walls and stuff, so trying to picture where things are at. So, yeah, it's definitely feeling real. The patio is going to be good. We're excited to host uh, uh, whenever me or Dylan are going to host a nice Denver draft and uh, get some sleep in the basement or, you know, or up in the normal floor. But, yeah, it's going good. I think by the time I get out of paternity leave um, in November, I should be pretty close to done, I guess, like, probably just doing flooring and stuff. It's on track. There you go. There you go. Dang, are you pretty pumped for you? Are you and Gross going to get any uh, paternity leave overlap? Or is he kind of on the way back now? You know what? I think actually we will, because uh, 
of Amazon, he gets like 12 weeks off. So I, I, he doesn't go back till end of October. Dang. So you're right, we will overlap for a couple weeks here. Dang, so you guys are going to be going off. Oh, yeah. We're going <laughs> to you can come over amongst us video game that I suggest everyone trying out. Um, actually, just watch Mr. Beast. He has a video where he plays it. Hey, uh, what, he plays it. Good, good idea. What's the name of it? Uh, the game is called Among Us. It's like a phone game. I think you'd like it. Interesting. Send me once you get the, once you guys hook it up. Send me an invite, or just put it in the league chat. Get everybody in on that. Oh yeah. Everybody. You mentioned it. I'll, I'll send you a link too. Okay. Cool. 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 Sounds good. So Sharpless. Um. Obviously, mm-hmm. big things going on with the in real life. Um. But let's talk about your fantasy life. Um, some big developments as well. Got the win this week. Um, tell me about your performance, and uh, tell me about performances around the league. Um, of course, going into um, week three, had a tough matchup. Party Marty, very volatile team. Um, able to come out with the win. Tell us a little bit about the action, the thought process, and the reaction. Of week three. Yeah, I'm going to put the little scoreboard here so I can talk with some facts. Um, yeah, as we, Adelaide and I said, the president, you don't really need facts, but if that's that's the way you want to play it, you know, that is, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to stifle that. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that playing killed this week. Um, <laughs> also, did you notice that, I mean, these schedules, we'll have to look into it for next year, but I got to play Adelaide twice this year. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a hard schedule. But, yeah, actually, the matchup this week, I thought Marty was going to have me because um, uh, Burkhead and uh, Wilson were pretty slow starting. I think they, they picked up in the second half. Um, but besides that, because I had to bench Julio, I knew uh, Gage was going to go off. So I didn't feel super confident. And then Trubisky was bad, obviously. So, luckily, pretty much Burkhead and Wilson, my two little waiver wire darlings, they carried me. Um no one else is super impressive. Joe Mixon's really bad. Um, had a great game, obviously, but uh, on Sunday, it's, that's when the, the points matter the most. There you go. There you go. Any other surprises around the league? Um, we start to see things separate. Obviously, we talked about it really being bunched up last week. Uh, it's something we talked about. We had two of our four undefeateds uh, fall. Of course, you were participating in the one where Marty went down, um, but then we had three out of the four of our 0-2 teams sink to 0-3, and, um, and then we've kind of got everybody else in the middle. Um, so it's kind of a log jam after uh, mm-hmm. Attaway and uh, Jordy. So what's kind of your perspective league-wide right now? Yeah, I think uh, I mean the separation I, I really viewed as Attaway at the top and then a decent gap before the rest of us because I thought Dave's team was uh, you know one of the best, but he had kind of a disappointing week. Um, and it was cool seeing uh, Nick's team go off. Oh. But I think consistency-wise, I think Dadaway's team's by far the best one we got right now. Interesting. Interesting. Not, not to correct our guess, but I, I still I still like Dave's team. Um, I, I wouldn't say the gap is that big. And I, I might put Nick's team up there as well. I think, you know, sometimes good teams have bad weeks, but I feel like a lot of players do. Yeah, and honestly, Nick's team is the most scary because – the fact he's starting Garden Menchu in QB1 and still put up 197 is <laughs> pretty dirty. Like, Dalvin Cook went off. DK Metcalf is amazing. Um, I mean, even his pickup on uh, 
Mo'Ally Cox. That's, that's that's a name for the books, and that's a great uh, first oh, team. Yeah. yeah, I think part that was part of why you picked him up. We were discussing that. <laughs> you know that kid added to Ali into his name in middle school because kids were calling him, making fun of him for being Bo Cox. <laughs> That's unavoidable. That's just good old fashioned fun, man. That's the type of stuff you don't ever want to get old. <laughs> Although Mo Alley Cox is like six foot seven or something, I don't know how many people were making fun of him to his face. Yeah, he's a gigantic dude. Like he could legit rip your head off, probably if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a beast, though. So Sharpless, obviously, we talked about the top and the bottom, the uh, polarizing situation here. Um, a lot of people are talking about Seth's team as a potential kind of second tier sliding in there to playoffs. Are you more surprised about a 0 and three Seth right now? Or are you more surprised about a three and O Jordy um over on uh, this side? I think I'm most surprised about Seth because if I remember correctly, Jordy always puts up a decent regular season. Um so he he's gonna get his wins no matter what. Seth is interesting because he was on the championship team, you know, in the finals last year and then I told it to real quick. Um, I mean, Melvin Gordon had a bad game. I, I don't really like that. Denver offense in general. Eckler is a great pick, so there's some upside there. You know, Smith Schuster, like, I haven't heard too much around him this year. He was supposed to be, like, one of the best. I'm going to take a look at his stats. See how he's done. Uh, oh, yeah, he went to 11. So, I mean, he's got some good pieces. Um, I'm not sure where his kind of weakness is. I mean, he started Hines in the flat. Let's see how he did. Um, yeah, Hans called eight. You know, you know, I'll say to the Vikings D pulled him down. Him not having any more dollars, I'm surprised they couldn't have more at this point, but he's definitely got a potential adjustment to pieces. But him being at 0 3, you know, you never want to start with that kind of pressure going into the, the main part of the schedule. Dun, dun, dun. No doubt about it. I could see that. I could see that. So, sure, Bliss, obviously, uh, one of the biggest things going on. Um, I feel like the, the group chat is really exploding. Um, tell me about the um, Sharpless, if you have an update on any beefs that we may not be aware of or axes to grind um, or, or people you want to call out or shout out uh, as far as the league has. Um, because the, the form is yours right now um, for the time being uh-huh. until we cut you off. Um, I will say, I'll give a shout-out to um, Clayton's team. Yeah. He's got some really good pieces. Like, uh, he's got some great upside. He's got, like, got Ayuk, I think, and uh, he had them. I was looking for a couple people. Uh, he's very well and they're all on his team. Oh, who is it? I think I see now he doesn't have Ayuk, but, oh, Justin Justin. I don't know when you think of him, but um, that's like one of the top wave wires. Uh, you know, her word is to pick up. So I think uh, Clinton's really sneaky, but I see him having to do We had to reach out to uh, Adelaide. He's doing a good job of uh, getting some high picks. I like the trade to get swept. Um, and then I heard around the war they're trying to get, um, they're trying to get some growth. Someone, someone was young and had high potential. Um, but I like to move to Adelaide soon, so. Overall, yeah, we're doing good. There you go. <laughs> Sharpless. Sharpless with a scoop. Get it. 
get it. So, Sharplist, uh, what's your biggest beef right now? Or uh, who, who do you feel you most need to at in the league? Call them out. Oh, yeah, the opportunity. Um, well, I'm mostly clear there. Um, I know initially when I posted that Tamara comment a couple weeks ago, I had no intention on it, and I think it rubbed up a little bit. Um, I didn't, I didn't realize that him and I had done a trade on the draft day. But, um, yeah, no, I'm not trying to attack anyone's teams. I just think Tamara's a great player, and, um, I, now that I've actually heard about the play, I think, um, you know, it was somewhat even bad personally since the running backs are a little more valuable, and I like that away side of it, but, um, yeah, I think that's, I hope, uh, there's no hard feelings on my kind of attack on your team. I just think Tamara is good, and I like his touchdowns, and, um, yeah. Interesting. Interesting indeed. So Sharpless, um, obviously trade reviews, always something of intrigue. Um, you touched base on a tell us a little bit about the thought process of you um with the trade of Nick. Oh, with the trade of Nick. Honestly, it looks definitely not a great decision on my part. Um I don't even know when I talked to Jimmy, it probably was the third round. So you're right, I'm probably just pushing this around, but yeah, in the future of week. I just at the moment it was pants of I got to open up a spot and I didn't really want to just drop someone. So that was the quarterback that he was interested in. I didn't realize that uh, he was going to get benched this week and then it's, I don't know, his lifeline. So I'm probably going to need to figure out a uh, quarterback because Daniel Jones, who both me and uh, people are pretty high on, is just pretty garbage. So I think this might be my weak spot and weak uh, spot and I might be in trouble. But um, yeah, probably not my greatest decision. There you go. Uh, of course, Nick, I've heard potentially through some back channels, has been preemptively taking credit for the dismantling of your team. Uh, thoughts <laughs> on that, and is he correct? I mean, it was definitely that was a, a big piece, and I'm glad uh, I mean, he made a great move in getting him. I think he just strengthens his team, and if I come to play and make him play off, and I lose because of quarterback play. Um, also, this move was a nice chess piece, you know, while singing checkers. So, yeah, I did talk around. Great move there, and it's my own fault for uh, my quarterback blockade and not having good pieces. Well, I'll give you some credit, Sharp. Checkers is fun. So, if you're playing checkers, I don't play. <laughs> yeah. You ever play checkers at Cracker Barrel, Sharpless? Yeah, Garrett Check is one. What's that? Oh, what's Garrett Just give me a second. Sounds like somebody's giving him the business right now. <laughs> it does. Sorry, that the first came in, but I froze and didn't want to the, get on the head test. <laughs> I was I was just hoping that you weren't getting grilled. <laughs> Sharp was getting raked over the goals because he's talking about playing checkers <clears throat> while he's in the hospital. Yeah, you ever played checkers at Cracker Barrel, Sharp? Was... <clears throat> Sorry. Cracker Barrel. You ever played the big oh, Cracker giant Barrel. Oh, checkers at no, Cracker Barrel? I always played um. Yeah, actually, the, the, the oversized checkers. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's actually a nice memory that you started mine. And I totally throw up all of that checkers. <laughs> there you go. 
Rock and roll. <laughs> Rock and roll. Is there sharp so, voice? Yeah, What's that? This is a Royal League of Sharks, so there's probably not too much left in the tank, but uh, I might throw it out a couple of cheapo bids. Yeah, I mean, Christian Kirk's out there. I mean, he's been inconsistent, but I think he'd be in that uh, possibly. Yeah, there's a, there's a, if you want to play some small ball, I think there's, I mean, if I had $12, which I don't, I would I would go after a couple guys. I think there's some very interesting emerges this week. Um, I think mm-hmm. one this is kind of like the quiet period. I feel like usually, usually weeks one and two, you know, there's a lot of either by injury or people just emerging. There's a lot of hype, and then kind of until there's that next big injury or, you know, like the rookie wideouts finally start to get into the system and and start to produce. You know, like week eight, seven, eight. But this is kind of that weird period, unless there's a really, really significant injury. Um, but, I mean, you can find some good finds here if you're tracking some patterns. But I would be surprised if we saw any big bids tonight. Um, but interesting, as always, is the waiver wire sharpless. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, this, is, this is a good time to get a couple guys that might be uh, in like six or seven weeks. Because, like, you know, the year that Lockett kind of exploded, you probably should grab him on the waiver at a time like this. And you got people like T. Higgins who had a good week and, you know, you might turn to the start and might be the next time to win, or you know, it might be a possible sit and watch again. But yeah, it was a great time to do some small ball. Yeah, man. I think uh, Clayton already has T. Higgins, though. I think Clayton's been out in front of that for a couple weeks now. I think he must have dropped him because he's on the way right now. Oh, it's Hig B. Okay, never mind. I always no, get his trust, mixed up. I trust you. I stressed out, so. <laughs> yeah. I like your yeah, I... when you had the wrong week's uh, scoreboard <laughs> open so you guys were arguing about who had who on who's roster. Yeah, that was, that was probably a gripping two and a half minutes for everybody that was listening. Uh, classic. Oh, Sharpless, I meant to ask you. I asked Gross, um, and he said no. But did you hear a commercial during the podcast last week? I did not. Yeah, and I, I tried to figure out how to I, I don't even know how to subscribe, honestly. Like it takes me a while to get the podcast open, but I don't see like the channels page. It's just like each episode. But yeah, there was no ads last week. Yeah, so I because it I was uploading it and so I clicked the ad button to to say, Yeah, put an ad in there. Um and I thought they would just do it automatically, but I guess it doesn't have enough listening viewership to warrant an ad. <laughs> You know, when you get those uh, between seven and nine listeners a week, it doesn't really uh, doesn't really encourage a lot of advertisers. But I was intrigued to see if anybody got any kind of advertisement. Um, but check Actually, in. Jube, you should. Uh, why don't you have your company advertise on the podcast? See if you can take all money from one hand to another, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> still advertising your own company. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it through Anchor though. But. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> something to think about. But at least now, it, it would actually be losing money to do it that way. Uh, I don't want to get into the weeds on that one. But, um, yeah, it would be more expensive to do that than to not do that, if that makes sense. Actually, that kind of, uh, for some reason, that made me think of taxes. I'm curious your guys' thoughts on uh, the Donald Trump $750 tax. 
I did oh, not. In, in tax returns? <laughs> yeah, tax returns. You paid like $750 or something. Just kind of flat? I guess over, Across yeah, like last year or some year ago, like that was income tax. You know, like most of us pay, you know, in the thousands. I lost my mic for a hot 10 seconds. So I. Yeah, I don't have problems. I'll just throw it out there. I, no, I, no I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't read it, so I don't know the, the details. So I don't want to uh, speak ignorantly. Uh, more so than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I saw the headline, did not read the article. Um, educate us, though, Sharp. Let's give us a little breakdown situation. Enlighten us here as, as this turns into a life cast. Man, there's some real-life issues going on in the fantasy cast. Yeah, I mean, I actually haven't looked too much into it. I just know that um, tax return showed that he paid seven hundred dollars in taxes, and he was doing a bunch of deductions. Like, it says that he spent, like, $70,000 on haircuts, which maybe is true, I guess, but it seems kind of hard to do that. Yeah, well, what hair? Yeah, like uh, the hair on his head or body, you know, wax is going on. I don't know. I know that, I just know that all those, you know, rich people, they tax right off everything if they've got a business and whatnot. It's kind of like, why not? If the loophole is there, you know, people are going to take advantage of it. It's going to get politicized because it's an office. So yeah. it doesn't really surprise me, um, is I guess what I would yeah. say. But nobody has yeah, that. I thought it was talking to me hearing. Um, yeah, yeah. I, and I don't know if it's really going to sway anybody. Like, if there was someone like that, <laughs> at like this that's point, the last straw for me. <laughs> oh, man, that's really, that's really going to turn the tide. <laughs> Yeah, like I haven't seen anybody taking their chump flag off their house because uh, of those taxes, though. So, but that's just me. Or off uh, out of the back of out of the back of the uh, the muscle machine, right out of way. I heard you, you you pop the trunk for a little install there, Yellowwood style. They did take off the the trunk flag and retire the truck nuts because the uh, New York Times. Uh, <laughs> Sharpless, would you entertain the idea if, because um, have you seen the, the car advertisements where like people put advertisements on their car and they get paid for them? They're just like stickers across the back windshield. Yeah, like they have car watching stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Okay, so if somebody paid you, it wasn't an advertisement, but to drive around with the truck nuts, you know, just the, the ball sack dangling off the the back end of the car, would you do that? Uh, hold on. I'm doing it Just got to think about it. Yeah, uh, so if I got paid, uh, paid to have truck nuts on? <laughs> yeah, would you do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone here anyway, so. <laughs> well, I mean, if you did, how much would it take to get you to do that? Ten a month? Uh, $10 a month? Yeah. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Pretty good. I, I considered uh, looking into uh, driving around the, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile <laughs> Mexican year in college. Because <laughs> they, like, they, they just give it to you. They're just like, ah, just drive it. And it's free promotion. Yeah. And 
that that would be funny. I don't know if they have a restriction against it, but that would be funny to put the trust nuts on for sure. <laughs> true, true. I could definitely see Sharpless getting into the uh, Wienermobile, though. Oh, yeah. You guys have to put my uh, food order to keep the clothes. What do you think the fried chicken? Or do you think that Boston Chicken Alfredo sounds good? I mean... It it could be a long ordeal, man. I think you got to carb up. If it was me, I'm going black and chicken Alfredo. Get that protein. Yeah. Get yeah. those carbs. I like the chicken Alfredo. Don't go for the low carb fried chicken, like you said. Yeah. Actually, it's a pretty good deal here. So for free free food, I only have to pay eight dollars. But good. I mean, all that Is there a veggie line? Make sure they pack that thing. Okay, <laughs> are there veggies in it? Yeah, make sure that yeah, there's like a sneeze guard and the veggie scenario going on. <laughs> Just like Subway, right? Get those free veggies. Yeah, I think they, oh yeah, actually when they come in, they got full on taste guard and everything, so it's pretty safe. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to get the black and chicken off there, though. Good it's choice. It's though, no mind you. It's all got... Um, Goat products? Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Ginger Ale, Dr. Pepper, Sierra Mist. What? Nothing with caffeine? They have some Gatorade. Well, Pepsi and Dr. Pepper, Sierra Mist. Uh, I don't don't think Dr. Pepper does. But I think, I know Pepsi does, I think. Still, though, I mean, that's low, that's low test stuff, man. Low key. Low key. Indeed. Pepsi caffeine percent I wonder if there's a website soda caffeine comparisons see if we can get any tangible results oh what dang okay check this out Sharpless is there any zero sugar Pepsi on the menu uh, there's that bad Pepsi but not the zero sugar Pepsi dang okay cause I'm looking at this caffeine chart cspinetea.org slash healthy living slash ingredients of concern slash caffeine chart. So, I was interested with soft drinks, what is the highest um, kind of caffeine levels? And so they don't have all of them on here. These are mainly just kind of your everyday ones. But the top dog, not with like any crazy energy drinks or anything like that, just strict soft drinks. Pepsi Zero Sugar has 115 milligrams per 20 ounces <laughs> Co- compared to Mountain Dew, diet or regular, with only 91 milligrams of caffeine in a 20-ounce bottle. Wow. Oh, it's a crazy amount. It's a lot. You should drink your Mountain Dew that way and see which one's packing the most. <laughs> Need some, uh, yeah, Dr. Pepper does have caffeine, about 41 milligrams per can. Uh, if you go ahead with that Pepsi, um, if you get to 12 ounce, I would assume they'd be 12 ounce there. You're going to get 38 caffeine. So if you're going strictly off caffeine, Diet Pepsi would, or Dr. Pepper would have more than Pepsi would. Hmm. I might actually just stick with the Gatorade and kind of hydrate. I'll see if it's clear, though. I don't do any extra. There you go. Don't want it to tweak out. Why don't they start? adding caffeine to sodas like it, 
I don't know if that's a dumb question, but it's like... Well, well it took a you know, Coca-Cola, they probably put in caffeine in uh, uh, that's what it is. And everybody just followed suit from there. <laughs> that's not, I mean, that's not a bad... Yeah, you're probably right. Dang, so I'm looking at it. Bang. <laughs> First of all, bang energy is the most hilarious thing ever. But bang energy drinks, comparatively, almost triple the amount of caffeine um, in a 16-ounce serving than a 20-ounce Pepsi Zero Sugar. 300 milligrams of caffeine in a 16-ounce bottle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it has much... It has as much caffeine per ounce as a Barks root beer does in an entire 12 ounce can. So you would have to drink. You would have to drink 16 Barks root beer to get the same amount of caffeine you would get from one 16 ounce Bang Energy drink. Okay, so for the drinks, I have a Gatorade. Nice. Electrolytes. Oh, goes with the yellow. Yeah. He'll do vanilla hybrid style. Get some dessert. This is a great deal. Drink, food, side, and dessert. Three dollars. Living like a king, man. Honestly, it feels like a nice Airbnb. Guess should have babies more often. You can make this a multi-year thing. Yeah, yeah. Once a year, just come out here and just have a vacation. <laughs> Chill out for forty-eight hours. Get some eight-dollar value menu. Live the dream. Also, Attaway, do you have any cool? Uh, I heard you're doing like what DoorDash, right? Do you have any crazy stories? Uh, yeah, I do an Instacart. Uh, I haven't been doing it lately because they're. I guess they have a lot of workers, and so, like, they just have, like, a huge supply of workers, and if you get, like, you get, you know, first batch, first dibs, if you have a five-star rating, but if you get one four-star rating, you just get hosed. So, like, your average could be 4.98 all of a sudden, and you're just getting, you know, like, crappy batches, so I have to do it like But nothing too crazy. Sorry, I had to drop the phone. I had to get a credit card to pay for this. Did you say you did not have a uh, credit source? No, not really. No, I had to do it especially. Oh, gotcha. Well, you have you uh, you started classes yet? Yeah, I've been taking classes. Cool. What did you learn this week? This week, I learned I still got it, man. Cram and. Uh, Take that test, not actually learn anything. No, just <laughs> doing a little, um, do you ever do that thing called tutoring zone? No, I never did. Do like the whole class in one night? Oh, no. Yeah, there were like uh, tutoring zone packets that we would do for certain classes. But yeah, I would kind of do that thing. Yeah. It's, uh, Fun times, man. Mm-hmm. How much, uh, how much longer you got, Sharkles? Oh, for being here? 
Pittsburgh. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Is it over yet? I think we're here for like 23 hours. We, we, we got here today and it's going to be like tomorrow. So yeah, we'll be here for a while. Yeah. I'll probably uh, let you guys run now. Uh, <laughs> I have to finish up a little bit of work and probably be present with uh, my wife, so. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for letting us have you on, man. All right. Yeah, no, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work. And I was thinking about this the day. I couldn't figure out how to spend you guys' money on the podcasting, but um, if I can remember you guys' money, if you guys want to get a little treat for yourself, a little <laughs> soda pop or a little cookie for all the hard work you do. Maybe we'll, uh, yeah, maybe we'll do a, a kind of taste test thing for you. Oh, honestly, yeah. If you want to do that one episode, um, just tell me your idea and I'll sponsor it and you guys can go to the store and get a bunch of snacks and uh, <laughs> do a little taste test here or something. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, well Mr. Feast, sponsor <laughs> segment. <laughs> there we'll it is. Co- we'll coordinate that with you, Mr. Feast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll have you guys eat some baby food so you can tell me which one's good for Oh, <laughs> that's fun. I like that. I like that. That's a good idea. <laughs> Then we could be helping out, you know. It's not just uh, nonsense. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll see you. Thanks for calling. All right. Don't ever stop chasing right. your dreams, Sharpless. Good luck, man. All right. I think we're good. We were talking about other guests, but I think we could save them. Save yeah. Them for another week. Or we could hold them. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still on the call, at least according to my phone. But uh, so I'm just waiting for him to hang up because I can't hang up without hanging you up. So, yeah. I mean, I felt like that covered all the bases, man. We got some Sharples hot takes. We got some <laughs> life updates. A good little uh, 35-minute phone call with him once we got all the uh, once we got all the phone problems figured out. A gripping. About four to five minutes as I was trying to conference you both in, Attaway. Because <laughs> yeah. I know you immediately listened back to this um, to review the performance and everything. But, um, yeah, it's uh, there's some quality stuff going on there. But how about that, man? From the hospital, cold call of the week. Brought to you, of course, by Sharpless and my favorite Mountain Dew. Call of Duty Mountain Dew. But yeah, man, that was some good stuff. I mean, Attaway, I I mean, I feel like all avenues that I was looking to explore have been explored and more. Um, and who knew that hospitals were basically like a nice Airbnb? That's that's basically. I know you you said you didn't really learn anything today at school, but that is my takeaway: learning from life. Thanks to future daddy, current daddy, Sharpless. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, I think we covered it all. Triplets taught us some life lessons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll look to get some more maybe regular kind of segments going next week. We got some ideas in the works. But uh, for now, I think that's all we got. Absolutely. Yeah, and anyway, I want to open this up to everybody as we are workshopping that. And so if you have ideas, this is for you guys. Um, so submit those don't forget to smash that subscribe button um ring the bell for the notifications and uh throw in a little group text uh 
if you made it, excuse me, to the one hour, 23 minute mark, if you'd like to see some kind of segment, obviously we try to keep you up on the beef report. Nothing really developing there. Um, but we don't really have anything else. So if you just have some ideas or some things of intrigue, we did a little waiver wire review um, last week, and we'll probably bounce into that. But, of course, we didn't um, have the waivers go through yet, as this is still Tuesday. But feel free to plug those through. Um, and, of course, all your friends that are looking to listen to this relevant podcast to their life, uh, make sure you send them that link <laughs> for some <laughs> some gripping entertainment. Um, but that's all about I got, Attaway. Anything else from you, Big Dog? Oh, we do. We never got to, um, your movie review. Do we want to do that or do we want to save it? Uh, yeah, we can do that real quick. We can do that real quick for the interested parties. Uh, I did, I braved out into the, uh, the dystopian wasteland dun, this past dun, weekend dun. and went to the theater to see Tenet which is a new Christopher Nolan film. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty good. It was, you know, I, I wanted to go in kind of not knowing much. So I saw a teaser trailer and I said, all right, I'm good. I'm not going to look at anything else. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, it, was, it was pretty confusing. Uh, it's, a, it's a very different take on time travel. And uh, it's definitely one you're going to need a few watches for it to make complete sense. But... Uh, Visually fantastic, acting's great, uh, everything's great, just a little confusing. And, uh, and uh, the, the only downside of the, the experience was there were probably like six other people in the theater, and this, these, uh, this old couple was just having a loud conversation the whole like, first 20 minutes. <laughs> My dad went over there and told him what's what. And, nice. Uh, yeah, he, he smacked out. But uh, all in all, would recommend. Uh, Rock and roll, yeah. Do like a little, uh, do like a little sci-fi, a little time travel. That sounds intriguing. You ever seen Back to the Future, anyway? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just recently rewatched it. Actually, yeah, I remember you. (laughs) You brought it up. So I was like, uh, a regular segment. (laughs) Yeah, that's the. uh, Have you seen this lately? Uh, Brought to you by (laughs) Mister Feast, Uh, of course. We'll be joining for some uh, movie, uh, uh, reviews of baby food, evidently, is <laughs> what we're going to be up out. So I feel like we're kind of going to be involved in the parent. It sounds like, Attaway, we are being dutied um, and called upon to help Sharpless in the parenting of his child in order to try this baby food. And, I mean, precedent has been set. They were, we are kind of being relied upon. So I feel like Gross would be dad number two. Um, maybe we could kind of split a dad number three situation. Uh, thoughts? I'm in. I'm in. It, it kind of sounds like it, man. Like a, almost like a godfatherish it. role right now for you and I. Yeah, yeah. Tell to be dad. There we go. I mean, Adway, I thought we were starting this thing out. We were just gonna, we were just gonna go off for an hour or so every week, but. Um, it looks like it's developing into a bigger thing than we ever could have anticipated. Um, I can't can't commit to being a f- partial father to everybody's baby in the league, but just want to let you know. Sounds like Sharpless is uh, pretty excited about it. Uh, so Attaway, um, <laughs> I mean, right there, man, making moves. Cool dad, cool dad, angry dad, 
stepdad, godfather? What's what's kind of bit? I guess you're going in with, if any. Oh, yeah. Kind of, you know, got to keep on their toes. You go cool uncle kind of dad, but also <laughs> the disciplinary. Oh. There you go. I mean, Sharples is getting kind of old, man. His wrists are notably getting weak after his wife <laughs> gave him a high five last week, and it started to hurt again. <laughs> I'm glad Sharples isn't having the baby because he might just die in childbirth <laughs> if he's messing up his wrist from a high five. <laughs> but, yeah, that, uh, that wrist ain't going to hold up got a naughty boy so uh true true that's when he brings in uh other chris daddy number daddy number three <laughs> and i feel like uh there's no place better to end man i feel like we're on top right now we just got that kind of dad ship thing locked down um you know guys stay tuned for that uh baby food review sponsored by mr feast we will sh- for sure keep you updated on anything in that realm uh Attaway. but anything else man i feel like we're at a point right now to just kill it on the way out and as we continue to draw this out and i ask you that for the third time i believe i'm seeing if anything's changing i think we're good uh you know we killed it we killed it for a long time so no doubt here no doubt. That's basically what I'm hearing. But yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to try to stretch this outro out just so we can break that 90-minute mark. Uh, maybe we can get that <laughs> ad revenue that uh, Anchor kind of bait and switched us last week. Um, but thanks for tuning in. Shout out to everybody. Uh, thanks for the support. Uh, like we said, get back to us for recommended segments. We'll keep this piped out for the people. Um, but for myself, the steward, Andrew Juke. Chris Attaway here for the Runaway Licorice Train Shop Hypecast here for your Fantasy Football League, the greatest league in the world. Take care.